Put that on my own mama, on my hood I look fly, I look good You can't touch my back, wish you could I look fly, I look too good Put that on my own mama, on my hood I look fly, I look good You can't touch my back, wish you could I look fly, I look too good This podcast content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek advice of your physician or other qualified medical providers you may have regarding pregnancy and childbirth. Welcome to the Mommy First podcast. Well, yeah, Mommy First. And a baddie immediately after. It's your girl, Miss Pussycat. It's Mother Nature, Goddess of Love. And it's... What's my... Rachetta, because I'm all about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so how y'all been? It's Halloween is around the corner. Ay, ay, ay. Girl, I'm feeling spooky, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been weird. It's like I'm in the Twilight Zone. Uh, for real, because uh, listen, there's a bunch of noises happening in my house. Ooh. It's making me real paranoid, for real, for real. Oh. It's stressing me out. Wow. activity going on over there. So, this is TMI. I don't know what's going on, but y'all, I'm really dealing with mice in my house. This oh, is stressing no. me out. Mice? Yes. Your cousins. Get your cousins. Oh, your cousins. Three, five, five, five. We done, we done, like caught like nine already <gasps> this is oh, like station. look and this nice. and we i'm on the e- in louisville kentucky the east side is considered the bougie nice yeah. side fuck that <laughs> they are making me this is the some slumlords for real because they are making me pay this high rent 1400 to as a reminder and we dealing with this like oh my god i'm so stressed y'all what do they gotta say about that what is like the rental office? they ain't got nothing to say they they really got they they we go to them tell us uh we done caught this or this i mean there's been a lot of issues this ain't the only issues we've been having at this place but they come and then they'll put some fucking whack-ass little houses white houses i wish y'all could see this it's really whack we sit here like they'll they'll say we're gonna bring the exterminator but where he at he's not coming or if he's coming he's literally just surveying they're not really doing anything and at the source we're kind of next to the storage room Mm -hmm. it's like they're not putting the traps or whatever they whatever they need to put out there put in there they're not doing and we're we i'm i'm literally to my last point literally to my last point because it's too much money that we pay yeah and i and i've i've stayed on the south side of louisville and never had this problem on like never had this problem and now i'm supposed to be in this luxury neighborhood and this is the problems that i'm that y'all bring in no. You should yeah, that's review. Crazy. Google review. Google review. That's when they really start taking stuff serious. I'm, I, 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 yeah. yeah, put it on. I yeah. got I got the pictures and everything. Y'all coming from the wrong family. So. <laughs> Look, wow. Mother Nature about to make a storm. <laughs> right. <laughs> So let me call my people. Y'all get it. Y'all got yourself. I know we talked a little bit about the next episode, but y'all ready for Halloween as even just for y'all any adult type of activities for Halloween and plan besides the kiddos. You know, I've never really done like a a sexy adult Halloween. I've been to like a Halloween party, but it was kind of like a last minute thing. 
as an adult. But I've always wanted to be like the little sexy, you mm. know, character. Yeah. Never done that. I kind of want to go to like an adult Halloween. So I guess that's where we can start with mommy still got it because we could talk about some things with Halloween season and us mommies, even the daddies out there. So um, mommy still got it is when we talk about self-care in the past or in the future. And I'm going to bring up a future just off the top of my dome. I just thought about it since we started talking about it. Um, I seen on uh, Facebook this like cocktail experience for Halloween thing. Uh, so they're coming uh, I don't know when we're releasing this but they're coming to Louisville uh, October 12th and October 14th and um, it's called yeah, after that. <laughs> uh, well nah, mm, mm, dang but well, if you have been following our social media who would have posted it y'all would have seen it yeah maybe next year because i'm sure they're gonna come through well it's like a lot of people following them so maybe next year this can be an idea for y'all because they go yeah. through different cities but they come and they have four story halloween themed stories and a cocktail for each one Ooh. and so it's it's really you can dress up and you enjoy the show and you get some couple drinks and i think it's a good adult event where's it gonna be at do you know um i know oh I think no, no, that's a different. I got another one for y'all, but that's okay. a different. Um, yeah, so another adult one, <laughs> um, October twenty eighth. So we gonna, it's gonna be yeah, out. Yeah. Okay, so October twenty eighth in Louisville. Uh, they don't drop the um, address until the day the night before so it's through the email but it's a zombies and vampire um like little shootout in the middle of the street so if y'all ever interested just look up louisville um zombie and vampires and they'll bring up the information for that you just pay all you gotta do is pay one price i think it's like 20 23 dollars it's it's really affordable and it's for a whole team and the team can be two to six people so something to do adults something to do okay. that's what's up all right <laughs> i ain't got none child i ain't been taking care of myself like i need to but i might go to the zombie shootout yeah. that could be another outing for us y'all yeah. yeah. six together yeah so that would be fun while we go ahead and get into our motherhood topic so i saw um a post on facebook and it was from the <laughs> I got two phones. <laughs> so let me let me pull it up. So I saw a random post, um, and it's like every pregnant woman should have access to a doula, a midwife, and an OBGYN, regardless of their socioeconomic status, her race, her ethnicity. And whatever other ridiculousness people judge people for, mm. and it 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 really kind of it really kind of made me think because it's like I didn't have a doula, so I didn't either. What exactly is one? Is one and <laughs> like what is the importance of a doula? Because I feel like I missed out on a lot. Yeah. You did. You did I really? <laughs> so I had a doula when I had my son. Mm -hmm. So basically a doula is a birth advocate for you. So there's mm -hmm. someone who is like professionally trained, they're certified, they're um, trained on like pain management techniques, um, different options that you have 
in childbirth that might be a little more holistic if you know whatever route you want to go and they're there for you during childbirth like i said to advocate for you if there's something that comes up that you might not be comfortable with that you're not sure because a lot of times women don't find that confidence in childbirth when they have like a doctor a whole bunch of nurses come to you saying you should right. do this mm-hmm. and you have you don't know what that is you never heard of it doctor never yeah. talked about it with you but here's the doula like well here's what it is are you comfortable with that they kind of yeah they kind of let you know like they want to make sure that you're comfortable with it because the doctors like don't really doctors kind of press for a lot of things that they mm-hmm. feel like is the right thing to do mm-hmm. and they're not they like don't really Consider of course it's still options. your choice but they're still gonna like try to push it and press you like you really should yeah. do this because but the dude's gonna come in like if you're not comfortable you don't have to do this mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know their rights that you can say no to a lot of things yeah in medical procedures period but yeah. child you can say no to a lot of things that you might not be okay with so the dude is there for you if you feel overwhelmed because you're going through a lot you go through contractions right. especially if it's your first pregnancy first child is a lot going on like you know prepare for that so you lose that like neutral person that can like tell you like you know what's going on so i had a doula kasia she's really dope unfortunately she's no longer a doula because she is in midwifery school to become a midwife so she's still gonna be doing birth work so shout out to her um but she was amazing so they usually like meet up with you first kind of like go over your birth plan it was during covid so most of our stuff was virtual like through text message because we couldn't really meet in person but they're like get your birth plan see what you're okay with what you're not okay with and they kind of work through work with you during childbirth and see like ways to like manage your pain and like for example, like, I didn't really want an epidural, so she was kind of like, make sure they knew, like, don't mention, mm-hmm. she doesn't want epidural, so don't mention it. But then I got to the point, like, I talked to her beforehand, before I actually asked for one. So it was kind of like a thing we kind of discussed, and she kind of gave me, like, you know, we just kind of talked about it, and she was kind of there for support. So that's the importance of a doula. I think everybody should have one for sure. So um, it's a good thing to have all three on your team if you wanted to, or um, you so, have to pick one. No, so doula, so between doula, midwife, and OBGYN. Mm-hmm. Um, so the OBGYN and the midwife are a little more similar because they're the ones that actually deliver the baby. So the doula's not delivering, they're just like your support person, basically. Okay. Um, I think in some cases you can have both a midwife and an OBGYN. Uh, but usually people pick one or the other because a midwife is more, they're a medical professional, but they're more for like holistic approaches with less medical interventions where a doctor of course has like their liability where they have to kind of, you know, go by certain things that they might not approve or, you know, give you the option for certain things that you might want to do. So it kind of just depends on your comfort level. A lot of people are going for more midwives because they have that freedom. They're like more, they're open to working with the mom more than the doctor would be. So I can have a home birth with a midwife. Yes. You can. Okay. Cause a lot of doctors can't. I think in Kentucky, at least, only midwives can do home births. Of course, any midwives watching this, correct me in the comments for sure. Um, but the only midwives can do it. I think doctors are kind of like with their medical license and things are tied to a lot more. Because the midwife t- doesn't have to be a doctor. Most of them are nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really just like a program, like a midwife school, midwifery school that you have to go through. Um, but they learn all like the medical techniques and everything so having your doula helped you with your pregnancy in general mm-hmm. in general and there's a lot of postpartum doulas as well mm-hmm. which i found out about like later on down the line who will like come and like let you sleep and they'll take care of the baby kind of like nanny-ish but yeah. they're doulas that they'll come and like let you take a take you sleep while they might wash your dishes for you take care of your baby oh, wow. at night. Mm-hmm. i've seen like overnight doulas that is really? nice mm-hmm. and they like meet you beforehand like teach you like different what well, it's supposed to teach you like different like positions and techniques and might 
assist your partner in learning how to like this soothe you. Sounds like they need to be pushing these programs in a lot of government. You know, when you go to the government places, because mm-hmm. I know that would be a great opportunity for people to know more about the doulas and have that access to them, but they don't. They don't mm-hmm. think like that. I think they kind of see it as kind of. I think a lot of doctors don't really like. I remember a nurse came in and my doula was there, and she was like, she asked a question. My doula spoke up for me, and she was like, "Who are you?" Mm. And she was like, "I'm her doula." And she was like, "Well, do you have your certification to prove that you are her doula?" And she like pulled. She like, "Yes, I do." And she pulled it out and showed like she's a certified doula, and she wasn't just like my homegirl, just right. hers to be or whatever. I think they kind of don't like because like doulas will like, like I said, doctors will have their set ways of how they think a birth mm-hmm. should go, and a doula might intervene with that, so mm-hmm. the doctor might not really like it. So I guess why they don't really push it. Um, and doula services do cost, but there are programs. And that's like, I got my doula for free because I went through and I interviewed different doulas because it's my first baby. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. Yeah. So definitely kind of like vet your doula choices that you're looking to make sure that you all do agree. Um, I kind of, I look at different questions to ask. I ask just about different techniques that they use for okay. like pain management or like during labor, how they feel about certain procedures. Kind of things like, like things I wanted to do, I kind of see how they felt about it, see if we're on the same page. Okay. Um, and kind of get like their experience, asking like how long they've been a doula, how many births have they assisted with, things like that. Okay. Um, so they all, of course, gave me their prices. And then when I had talked to the, to the last one, she, I, was, she was, I was telling her like, well, I think I'm not, she kind of connected me with all the other ones. I said, I don't think I'm really interested because it's the cost factor. And she yeah. was like, well, there is a program um, that you can go through. I wish I... Is it the Black Birth Initiative? I I had to include a link to it in like the description or something. Yeah. I can't I cannot remember the name of it, but that you can go through fill out the application. And I, I think it's income based or that you just have a need and there's a reason why you can't pay for a doula. Yeah. And I got my doula for free, okay. which is very helpful because there's a lot of doulas that are helpful. part of that network because they actually really want to help moms. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if the program pays them, and uh, I'm not sure the full. Sure, they got it worked. Yeah, <laughs> me- the mechanics behind it, but that was also very helpful. So definitely look at your resources. See, if there is a government program or any kind of program. A nonprofit program where they will still provide you with a doula for free or an affordable cost. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think doulas are for and I like to advocate for everybody to have one. Yeah. Why didn't y'all have one? Did y'all not know about them Just or didn't, didn't know about it? Yeah, you know? I didn't know. Um, I didn't know about doulas either. I was very just being traditional. Yeah. All the way down to what position you're supposed to. Uh, well, not even supposed to, but the positions you see in the movies when you're giving la- labor. Yeah. And, and then I heard. When um, you really get uh, being in labor, it is good to have the uh, the baby standing up because you allow mm-hmm. that gravity. So yeah. I didn't even know. I was just mimicking what I've seen in the movies, mm-hmm. and so I always seen the doctor. That's yeah. what they push. Yeah, that's what they do. Look at teach like different positions to labor or to give birth. Um, I, I I was induced, so they my doctor had mentioned like some kind of procedure, like the balloon that they do mm-hmm. and she had like left to go get it and I was trying to do like what I don't even know what that because the doctor right. explained to me she was just kind of like I think we should yeah. do this because uh, it's going to help speed along so I'm going to go get that prepared and she like left the room and I was mm-hmm. like what is that dude like explained it to me she was like are you okay with that and she asked and the doctor asked me like do I want medicine I'm like should I take it like I don't know like she just kind of asked me this question yeah. I have no idea the answer to because I didn't really I didn't plan for an induction, so it was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what these things are just telling me. So my doula was able to be there and tell me, like, well, here's what that is. Here's how it is painful. You might want to get medicine beforehand, depending on your pain tolerance kind of thing. So, yeah. I have a question for you, Lila. What? Um, 
Because you've mentioned before about how you've had like a more depressing type of pregnancy. So do you feel like your doctor kind of helped you through that pregnancy, your OBGYN? No. No? No. Mm. My OBGYN actually played a part in it. Mm. Um, Because I actually had to change my OBGYN three times. Mm. The first first OBGYN, he kept on um, telling me, he's like, Oh, you're not going to make it to 26 weeks. Mm. And then I would make it to 26 weeks. Oh, you're not going to make it to 28 weeks. And then I'll make it to 28 weeks. Oh, you're not going to make it to 32 weeks. You know, we're going to have to, you know, induce you early or, you know, we're going to have to just take the baby. And I'm just like, I need a new, I need a new OBGYN. And then... I finally found the right OBGYN and she was pretty much like, well, actually he, it was a he, he was pretty much like, um, you're going to be fine. Like the most we'll probably have to do is induce you at 38 weeks. Um, but he wasn't going to be available. So I had to have another OBJYN actually deliver. Oh yeah. Um, so, um, you know, you know, whenever I had Kendrick or whatever, I, I, I went in with, um, what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I already, I, I, when I went in, I told them I didn't want an epidural. I told them like, look, I want, you know, I want so mirrors. No, epidural? no. I want. I said I don't want an epidural. I want mirrors. I want to be able to see. I want to cut oh, the wow. umbilical cord, mm-hmm. like all of this. Um, and because of the fact that I was, they didn't believe nothing that I ever said. Like when my water broke, mm-hmm. they didn't believe that my water had broken. Um, they didn't believe that I was in labor. So. Mm-hmm. Like, because they wasn't believing nothing that I said, I didn't get anything that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Except for mm-hmm. the epidural. They was trying to push it on me, the epidural. And I was like, because I was in, I was trying to tell them that I was in pain. And I was like, look, something, you know. Yeah, My yeah. sisters was like, something ain't right. Yeah. She's doing, like, too much movement. Mm-hmm. Like, because I slept, I was sleeping through my contractions. Mm-hmm. Um, But then my sister kind of noticed that I was kind of squirmy. And so she was like, can y'all check her? She's like, yeah, you know, she looks like she's in pain. Like she's not screaming or nothing, but she looks like she's in pain. And they're like, oh, well, you know, um, it's going to be a long process. She's not going to have them tonight. And, you know, there was like when we checked her, she was just only like a a finger and a half, Mm -hmm. you know, centimeter dilated. Mm -hmm. And, um. And so then, like, I was literally, like, pushing him yeah. out while I was laying on the table, but I was still squirming. And they was like, but we can give her an epidural. And my sister, she's like, she's not going to sit through an epidural. Right. She's right. moving too much. Yeah. And they was like, well, we can check her cervix. Um, we can check her cervix again to see how far along she is. And, um, you know, we can give her something for the pain and. Then we could try to 
calm her down to do the epidural. And then when they opened my legs, they saw his hair. Oh, and it was like, shit. it's time. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's here. He's tell. coming. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to tell y'all that. But y'all, you know. Y'all so did they get you ready? Listen to me. Said? They did. They got me ready. I didn't get anything that I wanted. Um, I didn't get to cut the umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the the mirrors that I wanted because I wanted to watch myself give birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I did I didn't get the epidural, so I still went natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know once I had him, he was you know he was here, he was healthy, you know all that. Um, but yeah, they they pretty much played a large part in why I was depressed during my pregnancy because it was just like I don't understand why y'all keep trying to take my child this early mm-hmm. like I y'all don't feel like I can carry him long term mm-hmm. they're trying to say that I was um what is it when you're pre-diabetic I, I was I was gestational diabetic so okay. I did I had to and you know I had to give myself injections insulin Stuff like that, but they try to say that I was uh, preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. That was what it was. Yeah. I had preeclampsia, and I'm like, "There's no swelling. There's no, no nothing. Like, come with it. Why are y'all saying I'm preeclampsia? Just because my blood pressure is high, but you know that's hereditary. Like my blood, my mom has high yeah. blood pressure. It runs in the family. Like I'm already on medicine. Yeah, but. Um, they just, I mean, they just kept trying to take him, like, as early as they could. To that point, before I forget, because I found, actually found the, the organization, I went back to my messages, it's called Mama to Mama, is the organization here, and they're still oh. active, they just posted yesterday on their Facebook page, yeah. and they have on their website, is community-based doulas, and it says, doulas are provided at no cost for low-income families below 185% of the, uh, income line, income limits. So if you are a low income family, the web, the application is on their website. But it's Mama to Mama is the um, organization. But I definitely do wish I, that I had a doula. Yeah, yeah, to that point, and that's what was important because when I was pregnant, it was definitely coming out about how doctors don't listen to us as black yeah. women. So that was where I kind of like pushed. Like all of my a lot of my nurse friends were like in labor delivery. They was like definitely get a doula because doctors don't listen to us as black no. women. So that's the doula that was going to be there. So when they were trying to do all of that and not going by your plan, that's when they mm-hmm. doula would have came in. Like this is what she wants. Go get it. Go do this, this, and that. She doesn't want that. Don't offer that to her. I remember my friend had a doula, and she said on the board, you know, when they write like the date and the uh-huh. name, they wrote on that it was like, no epidural, <laughs> don't ask, so that they know when they walked in, first thing they see is do not mention the word. Yeah. Like, don't even say, like, don't even put that pressure on her mm-hmm. to let her know it's like, even an option because she doesn't want it. But she felt like, you know, if they told her she was going to feel like, yeah, convinced, like, I should just go ahead and get and it. I, and I did. I apologized. Like, I was, I know, I, I, I found myself begging and, like pleading and like oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry mm-hmm. like because I had went in saying that I didn't want an epidural but then they was like oh well we're gonna try to get it you an epidural cause you know the pain and blah blah and I'm like at this point I'm like I'm in pain so yeah. it's like I felt like I didn't have a choice yeah. but to get it yeah, mm-hmm. um, pressure. Your mind is cloudy. There's a lot going on yeah. in childbirth, so it's kind of yeah. like. And so if my sister, so somebody keeps mentioning epidural, 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 it's yeah. Like, okay, let's, so let's do my, it. If my sister didn't step in and be like, she's squirming too much. Yeah. She's not gonna sit through an epidural. Mm-hmm. 
then they probably would have tried, still try to give me one, yeah. even though I said that I didn't want one. Yeah. So. It's definitely important to have someone advocate. So it's great that you had your sister there to advocate. I had ten people in my room. Yeah. So. (laughs) But you know, a lot of people don't have that because I know. know, Good that we talking about this dude. Yeah, because I know if I had certain people in my room, which I, I couldn't because it was COVID, but if I did, they yeah. probably wouldn't like advocate for Because what I wanted was very kind of like, non traditional to what like my family's used to. They was like, no, but girl, what, what, you ain't going to go through that. Like, you know, the kind of like not negative, but kind of negative. Yeah. Kind of like not really like, yeah. okay, your plan going to go how it is. Right. Like, and that kind of like, doubting yeah, doubting itself, you that yeah. you can do it. You That dude is there to encourage you and help you, you know, get what you want yeah. out of your experience. So I definitely, especially if you don't have your baby daddy there to kind of mm-hmm. offer that support, it just seems like it's a good fit to go to the doula. Or even some yeah. men don't even know how to support. Yeah, I, I heard in childbirth, I had of course braids, and they were just it was getting high. It was too much going on. So I said, pull my hair up for me. He just could not pull it up right. I said, okay, you go away. Hey, can you please pull my hair up for me? And she put my hair up right because she's a woman, of course. So she's like, I know how to do it. Yeah. Put it up in a bun. But he was like putting it up. It was like sideways. I'm like, he did not know how to support. And I was like, he was trying to like relax me and it wasn't working. I was like, can you show him how to like massage to do it like a little better? Like kind of thing. Because they're like, they're professionally trained on doing that. So That's funny. Because I yeah. actually, I actually didn't care about like the whole massage, but I did get kind of upset because my baby daddy had to take out all of my piercings. Oh. And he lost one. Oh, yeah. And I was fired pissed. Up, man. I was like, out of all of them, you had to. Right, lose that, that one. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. We definitely do got to remember as black women that we die at a accelerated rate than other women when it comes yeah. to childbirth. They don't think that we feel any pain. Like, doctors are still to this day trained thinking that black women have a high pain tolerance. So when they're saying they're feeling pain, it's like, ah, they're just talking. Yeah. So in that case, like we don't feel like our voices are ever heard. Right. I I remember the doctor that, my doctor didn't deliver my baby because she was, she was on call when I was induced, but the next day I was late for 24 hours. So when the next day was a whole different doctor and the nurse told me later, she was like, yeah, I made sure to keep him out of your room until you were completely dilated. Cause, I, cause she said you were taking so long that he would have sent you back for a C-section. Mm-hmm. Like he don't, he don't like waiting. He would like just send her for a C-section. Oh no, yeah. I would have pissed me yeah. off. Yeah, I kind of make want to ask like who your doctor. I wonder if he was one of the doctors oh. she had. Well, I don't want to say no. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay. But yeah, but a lot of black women go to him. So when I was looking at like recommendations for doctors a lot of black women were recommending him how they love him so when the nurse told me that i'm like that's alarming that yeah. he's just so you know black women also get a lot of c-sections more than other women because mm. that they're they don't they do. yeah they're just kind of like really rushing us to go get a c-section as opposed to like trying to work through like what we got going on yeah so i made sure to find a black female doctor for Ari, and that, that helped out a lot yeah because i I mean, it's not that my first one that helped with Emory was bad. She was a nurse practitioner, and she was she was kind of soft and everything. But I I don't remember her so much being there. Like you mm-hmm. said, like they on call and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get somebody different. Um, but that was years ago before yeah. uh, Iria made sure to find a black female doctor, and she was she was good for mm-hmm. the most part. 
and I have a lot of friends who are like midwives and they're like I said they're also really really good if you don't if you want to try to go a less medical intervention way definitely go with a midwife because they're more open to different options different like techniques with it, like water births and things like that of course pay attention to your state because you can't have a water birth in Kentucky but <laughs> like different things like different <laughs> ways to labor different what different positions like they're more open it's like natural pain relief as opposed mm-hmm. to just dropping the meds on you automatically because a lot of doctors are kind of like they kind of push the medicine on you like just get up a drill just do this just do right. that midwives literally like talk to you and want to figure out what you want and, and tailor the plan to that as opposed to doctors just kind of like tailoring what birth they think a birth should look like right so it with whatever the law is so for, for kentucky you can't have a water birth would a midwife in Kentucky travel to like Indiana to, to some will okay some will I think I think it does kind of do with some certifications I don't know if they're state based okay. but some but some will okay I know I know people who have gotten who've had their kids in Indiana because they rather go because Indiana also has a birth center which Kentucky doesn't have any free, well at least Louisville doesn't have any freestanding birth centers um because like license issues. Some states, I mean, some cities have like in the hospital, but a lot of people who want to go at a birth center because that's more like a home mm-hmm. environment where you feel like a lot more comfortable than like all these machines and all stuff going on in the hospital yeah. will go over to Indiana to Tree of Life. And I'm pretty sure, I don't think they always go to Indiana for like the doctor. I'm pretty sure the doctors travel over to like Southern Indiana to okay. go help them deliver okay. over there. So yeah, I would think about a midwife in the future. I didn't really know too much about midwives. Right. Yeah. Um, when I first had my son, but now in my knowledge, I'm kind of like, and I know black midwives as well. So, more of the story. Um, check your resources. Definitely look into doula, midwife, OBGYN, whatever works best for you. But I think a doula is very, very important to have the person to advocate for you, to be your voice whenever you feel voiceless, and whenever you don't know what's going on, your doula is there to support mm-hmm. you. Um, even if you feel like your support people and your family might not know as much knowledge, a doula is great. So check your resources in your state, in your city, to see if there are resources for you to get a doula for a low cost. Or I think it's worth the investment either way. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you got it, flaunt it. Like, mm-hmm. go ahead and pay for it. So make your experience the best way you can. What's up? What? I love learning about um, new options. We all need our options. And us going through giving birth and bring a life and everything that we have to go through it pains me to see with social media the opposite where you go through not one two or three well three births and then you no longer want to be a mom Mm. so i guess we could talk about this uh this video because it was very triggering for me Mm -hmm. so my friend group <laughs> sent it to me um and i didn't look at it right away but um she was commentating about it and i'm like oh this is this is interesting or whatnot and when i finally watched it you see this mo- mom in the car dropping off her kids at her mom's house and the uh the mom the grandma was recording this whole incident you see the kids get out the car handsome boys they seem like they from age five to like maybe 12 13 Mm -hmm. it's a good little range um and you hear the grandma like what do you mean you're not coming back and she literally was just telling um the the grandma i don't want to be a mom anymore i found this man that 
we want to live our life, go travel, this, that, and the third, and we can't do that with kids. And the grandma is kind of like taken back because she's like, I've already raised kids. Mm -hmm. This is your responsibility. And she's like, it's, it's your turn now. It's your turn to her mama. While the kids are kind of like outside, you know, in the background, but they both was going back and forth between who's going to be responsible and me watching it. I'm like, you're automatically responsible for these kids as a mom. What are you yeah. talking about? So it ends up basically like the grandma was like, it's so sad, but she made the kids get back in the car. They kind of like, it, it seems like it's awkward for them, but they're just smiling, smirking. And then the mom kicks them right back out and then drives off. She couldn't even, the whole time, there's about three parts to this story, three or four. And the whole time, she couldn't even look her mom in the face when she's sitting here trying to make a, a, a point about this whole thing. But yeah, she drove off. And some of the comments, or a comment said, she hasn't been back in eight months. Mm. So, what do y'all think about a situation like this? Because I was pissed off. Mm. I was triggered. She was, the uh, mom was talking about how hard it is to be. She was tired of being a single mom and um, being exhausted and this and that. Those part I understood as a single mom myself, but I could never get to a point of just dropping my kids, even when it comes to like the foster because care. And because of a movie that happens. I can think of the movie name. I've never seen it. I think I've seen people talk about it one time. But in the end, the mom, like, leaves her daughter for the man. But I think the man was also, like, abusing the daughter. It was kind of, like, a weird situation. Mm -hmm. But she ended up leaving the daughter, saying she'd rather be with the man, so she left her daughter. Um, I feel... I, I feel things. Have y'all never had a moment ever where y'all felt like I didn't want to be mommy more? Yes, I have those moments in my head, but I... I'm a product of a deadbeat from my dad's side and I know how much that fucked me up and I just I don't want that type of guilt but I've had those thoughts I mean you have those especially when it gets overwhelming you you get tired of the responsibility constantly needed for something this that and the third mm -hmm. it's a lot of emotions being a mom but I think my conscious right. <laughs> just just being able to switch that off I don't think I could ever get to that point like commit to that thought so what are your thoughts Lava? I feel like I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion so I wanna hear what you guys say first um I love my baby so I actually I, I actually haven't had um any thoughts of not wanting to be a mother because I guess I guess from like as a young adult, I always dreamt of having a kid. Mm -hmm. So when I finally did, it's like, oh, I've been waiting on this no my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I don't I don't think I can really relate relate to what she's feeling, and I definitely don't feel like I would n not want to have a kid anymore just because of a man yeah like because we're a package deal mm -hmm. if you can't accept me and my child 
then you don't get neither one of us. You don't get me. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's just what it is, and that's like like that's how I feel. Uh-huh. Like I don't know about everybody, but I think so. I guess I would preface it by saying, me personally, I wouldn't do it. So I wouldn't leave. I definitely have had moments where I'm like, I don't want to be a mom no more. But really? I, yeah, yeah. Definitely I definitely have yes. had moments that I feel like I don't want to be a mom anymore. But I personally cannot just, it was my, I had a child. I can't pawn up for somebody else. Yeah. Personally. However, I do feel like I would rather the kids be with the grandma than with and her. And that's, that's what, a, yeah, that's what a lot of people yeah. say. Yeah. And that could be her reason. I mean, shit gets hard, and not everybody. The reality is, not everybody is, is as strong to get through the fire, yeah. or not built to get through it as yeah. other people. That's how you get people who are abusing their kids, who kill their kids, they who kill do all these kids. things. Kids are being neglected because these people have these thoughts that they can't push through the tough times. Because mm-hmm. motherhood is hard as hell. It is. Hard. It's tough. Not it everybody's is. built for it. Yeah. It's just kind of the thing. I don't think people. A lot of people kind of realize until they're like in the thick of it. And it's a sad story. I, I see a lot of. In my job, I see a lot of situations where the mom has three, four, five kids mm-hmm. and ain't got none of them because mm-hmm. she didn't gave them away. She's she. I've had women who would, who would get pregnant and then automatically pawn it off to somebody else. That's that's like what she like. We know that like that's what she right. does. Yeah. Um. So I, I try not to put on like what's wrong and right for what I would personally do because of course me personally I'm thinking like oh that's wrong, but it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. If I was that, I don't want to say like weak-minded person, but I was a person who really, if I would have let my thoughts of I don't want to be a mom really overtake me, yeah. if I could have possibly did something like that. Like if I wasn't the type of but mom to push through the tough times. she didn't the grandma though. And that's another point. I think the way they kind of went about it was wrong. I think yeah. that's something she should have talked to her mom mm-hmm. about beforehand and then if she knows like the mom doesn't want to do it, then like, okay, well, I need to do foster care. Because something. imagine how those kids felt standing there listening to both yeah. the grandma and the mom going back and forth about who's going to keep the kids. Then they're going to feel like, well, what's, what is wrong with us? Yeah, I don't think that was a discussion that should have been had in the moment of her leaving the kid. I think she should have mentioned to the mom, like, hey, I can't do this. Would you raise my kids? And mom would say yes or no. I would imagine mom probably would say yes. But if she would have said no, then the mom would like, okay, well, I need to take them to a fire station or something and just drop them off. I need to get rid of these kids yeah. somehow, some way. Uh, like I don't like the delivery the way it went about it sounds like it was a good way but like I said I would rather the kids be the care of somebody who would probably take care of them better than her I don't I don't fault the girl for having a moment I do feel like I don't know what she sees in the man because there might be some red flags but I don't know their I don't know their relationship but I just feel like okay Knowing men, maybe it's my trust issues, but the moment he gets whatever out of you and deuces, right? Who are you gonna have? Because now you burn bridges with your mama, you burn bridges with your kids. Like, so who are you gonna fall back to when this guy disguise come off? If that's the case, that actually reminds me of this movie. I don't know if y'all seen it. It be on uh like two B. It's called Thirty Five and Ticking. So it's um it has Kevin Hart in it, Megan Good, uh Nicole Ari Parker. Oh, two. Yeah. Okay, two. So, um, Kevin Hart budget. <laughs> it be on it be on other mm-hmm. you know little streaming sites too, but um it's called Thirty Five and Ticking, and basically you know it's about 
you know, women and their biological clock and, you know, they're wanting kids and stuff like that. But when, um, one guy in particular, he was married to a, a girl. She met a football player and she just, you know, she was just like, I want to give up my marriage. I want to give up my kids. Like you keep the kids. I want to go with him because mm-hmm. he got money. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I want better for my life pretty much. And so she left her kids with her husband and she went off to be with this football player. Mm-hmm. Well, he did a dirty, of course. And then she tried to go back and she tried to get like her family back. But her kids had turned from her and like they was just like, you know, we don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Pretty much. Um and she was just like, Wait, like you turned your my kids against me? No. And it's right. like You did that to yourself. Right. You did that to yourself. Like you literally gave up your kids and your marriage for this man that obviously didn't have any intentions on, you know, doing anything good for you. I wonder if it's so bad because of the man aspect. Well, but what about people on drugs when they give up their kids because they're on drugs? Would that look still look frowned upon? I now? feel like I feel like that's more of a. I feel like that's more brave than you just giving up your child because that's you want to chase a man. Yeah. Like if you under if you recognize that you have a problem and you're trying to literally you know, change your life around, get help and stuff like that, and you say, Okay, well I gotta you know, I gotta do something with these kids. I gotta get somebody else to raise my kids so that I can go get help for myself, then I feel like it's different. Well if they're not getting help if they just wanna go do drugs. Then I feel like it's the I feel like it's the same. And I don't think it's the man specifically. No, no, I don't think. No. No, 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 no. I'm saying I don't think it's her. Like, I don't think this man is such an amazing man or that she really wants to be with this man really bad. I think it's the life that she should have. Yeah, yeah. I think if if any man would have came along, if he had said he didn't want a woman with kids or whatever, just because she wants that life of no kids and to be with somebody. that's what she was saying. I feel like she would have still did the same thing no matter the man. Like, I don't think right. the type of man, I think she just wants, she misses her old life before she had kids. Yeah. And she wants to get that back. And she found a man who will be okay with her giving her kids up. So she was like, I'm about to be with but this then, but, but then you have to think, really, honestly, what kind of man is this that's going to literally that. support me giving up my kids? He's, He's not a good man, man, but she's not a good mom either. Yeah, it's a man with no kids. It, he had the same thought she did. She don't want her kids. She don't want to be a mom. He didn't want a woman with kids. So she's like, was okay. Talking about, yeah, they wanted to travel. We want the same thing. Because other men yeah. might have been like, don't give your kids up. She probably wouldn't date that man. Yeah. She probably was looking for a man that would be okay. That man that would be okay with her giving her kids up. Yeah. And that's, that's and she found him. Yeah. I mean, I understood what she was talking about. Because it was hard at 19. And then... I always thought I could, look, I started off, and I think I said it before, wanting 10 kids with Mm -hmm. no idea what Mm -hmm. one kid is capable of, and once I got Ari, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want more kids, I don't know if I want any more kids, Mm -hmm. to the point, um, and I'm just going to be open with it, but to the point 
I got pregnant after Irene with my current boyfriend when we were just messing around and I ended up getting two abortions because mm -hmm. I know it is hard. I just kept on thinking about that single mom life, mm -hmm. how fucking hard it is in so many areas of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Like I, I grew up the only child, mm -hmm. so I, I always had to just worry about myself. Once you have a kid, like that changes, and you're not always, again, being a mom doesn't mean you automatically come with all of these resources mm -hmm. and right. knowledge and stuff. So it was like, very growth when they, when you was talking about having your first child it's like growing up with them having your second is mm -hmm. raising them mm -hmm. like Emery was growing up with me and then I still feel like in a, in a sense I was more prepared with Irene but I was, I'm still growing like all the way through so I made that decision because mm -hmm. I'm like I don't want to bring more kids into whatever I'm trying to figure out like imagine how difficult it's about to be for women everywhere who in their state abortion has been banned because mm -hmm. it was already hard because abortions are expensive yes. so it's already hard to even try to be able to pay for it right. so imagine how if you're living in a state you already don't got the money you barely have the money to pay for the abortion yeah. and now you live in a state that abortion is leaked so now you gotta figure out a way to not only pay for the abortion but get travel fees to go to a yeah. different state it has to go with you so you can stay so you know you mm -hmm. can't travel by yourself at the end of abortion kind of mm -hmm. thing so it's like I won't be surprised if we have a lot more of these scenarios coming up with so the way abortion laws are going. I heard that if you are in a state where it's not legal, like there's resources that will pay for you to go somewhere else and get one. Is that true? I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that either. That'd be nice I mean, if there are. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Because, I mean, there, um, my, my best friend, she follows a lot of crime stuff, and there is a lot more moms killing their their babies and their kids like mm -hmm. after giving birth to them or mm -hmm. at a certain age and it's like I, mm, I would if if I don't obviously frown upon abortion but I'd rather them either give their kids away or abort them before even bringing them into the world like that mm -hmm. and have them go through such a traumatic way to go out <sighs> but I know I'm sorry I didn't need to get deep <laughs> No, no, that was necessary. That's definitely a necessary topic to bring up because that that that's a factor. Like, I mean, you can easily lose your mind raising a yeah. kid. It's, it's the most important job, but it's a tough role. It to is be tough. On. And I guess because you said she has multiple kids, whereas like you know, I only have one, so yeah, I don't really, I can't really put myself in her shoes because I only have one. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know what, it, you know, she's going through exactly what she went through or how hard it was for her. Yeah. But, um, I just couldn't fathom. I'm kind of disappointed the grandma for posting on social media. Really? Because why? The why? Because she, I, I guess she, I would assume she felt blindsided. And then didn't feel respected as her mom because she kept on saying, "I raised my kids." I'm Why like, do we need to see that? <laughs> she wanted, I guess, she wanted people to like. Because my first thought was like, "Why are you recording this?" But I'm like, "Okay, maybe she needs it for her own self, just for courts, you know, some evidence. This is what happened. That's fine." But, but then, then why do you post on social media? 
She probably wanted support. No. She probably wanted support. That's very disappointing because that's also exploiting the kids too and their I mean, struggle. Yeah. That's that is that's a real life situation. Yeah. You know, it's not social. Everything's not for social media. Everything's not for social media, and I feel like we. I I do feel like we put a whole lot on social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of the same as the parents that do the punishment on the kids and posting on social media. Yeah. That's like very inappropriate. Explain the kids, you know what I'm saying? And right. their trauma that they're going to have to go through something that they really probably have to probably go to therapy with their mom left them. They probably have to really get some help for that. And yeah. you're kind of like putting on blast. And that was because you that see was viral. their face yeah. and everything. You see those kids' face yeah. and everything. Because I assume they're not in Kentucky. I'm assuming not. Yeah. So you in Kentucky and seen it from who, who knows oh, where they're from. Thousands. Thousands of people have seen that. that. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's kind of like putting, that's even putting like a target on the mom's back. Because like, you know what I'm saying? Where she's going to be like, that's the girl who left her kids. And it's kind of yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Or didn't your mama leave you? I saw you on yeah. Facebook. So yeah. it seemed like both of them could have took a different approach. They both could have took a different approach. I definitely think. Yeah, I'm disappointed in the grandma for doing that. Now, I don't know 100% if the grandma put it on social media or one of her other kids put it on. I don't know yeah. that details, but she I did report she put it. it on social media. She did yeah. report it. But yeah. It's, <sighs> I don't know. It's a. Yeah. It's hard as hell. It's, it's a. <laughs> it, takes a it takes a lot. Especially if I don't know mental prepared. Yeah. Like I, I try to. I'm around people who don't have kids, who's getting that baby fever, mm-hmm. especially as they're getting older. Mm-hmm. But I'm the friend, so I know all the tea, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, really, 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 <laughs> really, really think about this, right? You know, like I, I, I know you on a personal level to what your mental state is, and if you can't handle certain things while you're just by yourself. A kid is just exactly. going to be a whole right, right. another exactly. like whole another thing. Yeah, people think being a parent is, is cute all the time, and it's just like yeah, you have a whole humans like that one little who, who sent it. Uh, oh, I don't think neither one of y'all sent it. I think <laughs> I think your friend actually sent it, but it was uh, uh, it was like a video saying trying to have. A, 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 a mental breakdown, but then you then you remember your mom, and then you you see the mom like having the mental breakdown. Then the kid comes, and she immediately goes into mommy mode, mm-hmm. give them an orange. They leave, and then she having it again. Like that's real. Like that's a real yeah. thing where you mm-hmm. have to switch up. So yeah. I wish I kind of want to know more about the mom. Like, I kind of want to know. I tried to look through kids. those comments, but it was like four parts. Like, what made her have kids in the first place? And three at that. Like, I wonder if she knew before she had kids. Because I think a lot of women don't realize. Or did she have kids because she thought it was going to work with the Exactly. The daddy. That's what I would think. I would think that she thought, like, I would assume the kids had different dads. I don't know. Um, but I would just assume that she would just think. Cause it sounded like she said she was tired of being a single mom. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like with each kid, there was the hope that she would no longer be a single mom. But then it kind of fell into, like. Third time to Charles, she was like, "Fuck yeah. it, I ain't doing this no more. Yeah. I'm just gonna be just, yeah. just f them kids, literally, literally." Which is sad. Like I said, I wouldn't personally do it. Sad. Definitely have had breakdowns where I'm like, I don't want to be a mom anymore. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, what the fuck? I said that day, I said I don't have a time machine, so I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. So I gotta just push through. But not everybody can push through. Yeah. Not everybody can. Yeah. It's, I told. I say your motherhood's the the toughest hood I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can live in the hood. Yeah. 
Some mm-hmm. people want to live in the high rise in the sky mm-hmm. and live the, or at least pretend to. Pretend to. <laughs> so, like the Jeffersons. Like the Jeffersons. That's like a. Let somebody cut the. Uh, well, I'm rich. proud of us for pushing through, no matter how hard. I mean, we we know the joys of uh, being a mom. We have these moments, so <laughs> <laughs> that's why we like to talk about the mommy moments, the good and the bad. What a great segue. Look, what a good one. What a great segue. <laughs> What's your mommy moments? What y'all got going? Well, um. So my mommy moment, I'm always constantly having one, and that's why I keep on saying, because it's like, which one, which one, which mm-hmm. one? But this one is more so like I'm in the car, and I'm just in my zone, and I can cuss a lot. And Ari is starting to be like, Mommy, that's a bad word. Don't say that. <laughs> so when he did that, I'm like, you know, right. You know, I mean, you know what, baby, you right. Mm-hmm. Um... I shouldn't be saying that. Let let's start a swear jar. And so now <laughs> I'm two dollars in. I put money in there. <laughs> it's it, every time, and it's only when we're in front of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they catch me, I, they I gotta put a quarter because I do too. <laughs> but I gotta put a quarter, and and uh, my boyfriend joined in, and so we said not when we in the bedroom, not when we among each other. I told him it's a great way for me to practice accountability because mm-hmm. I want them to shut know that I can be accountable as well of my actions so that they be comfortable with their actions and whatnot. And also, I'm trying to develop my language. I'm trying to find yeah, different ways yeah. of saying yeah. stuff instead of cussing all the time. Right. So I'm like, let's bring the whole family in. So I have a potty mouth and Josan <laughs> catches everything. That's what he does act like me. So, child, y'all see him we act like, when he act like he's driving, he said he's mommy. The things he says, <laughs> based oh, on my road rage, it's actually funny, but I gotta, I can't be the childish, I can't laugh at it, like, I can't really. Yeah. I gotta, like, tell him, no, that's not okay, but he likes But to, they, sometimes they say it, like, on point. Like, it's like, like they were born, because sometimes, because I'll catch Ari uh, slipping up and saying it, and have no fear yeah. in the world, and I'm like, dang. Or does not sound exactly like me. Like he'll say the exact same way I say it. I'm like, okay, you you pay too much too attention. Too much attention. Right? <laughs> like even like the, the inflection of my voice, he gets it right. I'm like, all right, little boy, go have a seat. Yeah. Uh, I have a mommy moment. Okay. So I was late to work every day this week. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. But thank you. <laughs> I love it because I've been focused on Starting Josan's day off the right way. Okay. okay. So I don't want it to be just because we sleeping late or he's moving slow. I'm not yelling, get your clothes on. Come on, let's go. Get your banana. Let's run out the door. Yeah. Go now. I don't want it to be that. So I make it a lot more pleasant. I don't yell at him in the morning. I'm not pressuring him. I let him kind of take his time as he's getting ready. Um, I speak softly to him. I ask him, can you put your shirt on? Can you put your pants on? Do you have to go potty? What do you want for breakfast? And this isn't that. So even though it makes me late for work every single day this week, yeah. I feel better because it's like, okay, at least he's going to school having a good day. Yeah, it doesn't feel stressed out. It doesn't feel stressed out. Yeah. Remember I saw a post that was like, Y'all start these kids' day with chaos, and then you wonder why they're having to, like they're not doing well in school, mm-hmm. why they're like acting now, or why they don't have their work, or why they don't, you know, what I'm saying like why they're having a bad day because yeah. you start it's how you start their day off. Yeah. So I'm trying to start his day off a little more calmer. Let him like play while I get ready. He's playing, watching TV, whatever he wants to do. 
even as we go out the door, he'll say he wants some cream of wheat. Okay, let me go pop it in the microwave real quick. Yeah. Take it in the car. Let's yeah. go. You know what I'm saying? We'll make it a play. Like, do you want to run to the car? you want to race to the car? Do you want to um, be Sonic to the car? Who you want to be today? You want to be Mario kind yeah, of thing. That's so. so cute. I wish jobs were more accommodating for parents and morning time and shift times because yeah it is a whole thing in the morning when you try not to run late i'm I'm always late too girl mm. this is more than a week it's yeah. a whole thing but that's because yeah, I will say I'm a little more blessed because I am the boss of the office. So it's kind of okay. like ain't nobody really checking me if I'm late. <laughs> but I know my coworkers, my team kind of look at me like, why are you always late? And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I can't ask you. Know. I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm talking about kids. <laughs> I'm um, a mother. <laughs> yeah, so like, nobody's checking. So I, I am a little lucky that nobody's checking myself. I don't have to clock in and out come Saturday. I don't have to clock in and out. So it's like, whatever. Whenever I get in, I get in. But that is why I have been late because I want to make sure my son has a good day. I'm glad you did that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. All right, so I guess we can go ahead and get into the take them kids outside where we make sure we hold each other accountable that we're actually doing things with our kids to heal our inner child and give our kid kids really good experiences. So we talk about what we've done in the past, what we plan to do to uh, bond with our kids. Do you guys have anything? I have. One, um, so I plan to, because it's a tradition, um, me and Emery and my boyfriend are going on a haunted house. Ooh. So last year we went to Field of Screams. So this year, I mean, obviously we're going to switch it up. Yeah. I haven't did the research, right. but y'all going to see the after footage of it. But yeah, that's what we do. We made this a tradition, especially Emery's of age. So that's what we're going to do. Go to the haunted house or haunted fields or whatever it is. Yeah. That's <laughs> what's up. Have fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I like haunted houses. Uh-huh. They're going to leave me. <laughs> they oh, gonna Lord. They're going to take out the change. I'm going to get you, girl. <laughs> They say I take too long, I fall, so it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, if you fall, you left. (laughs) (laughs) I got got. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Let me see. I'll say I have one. (laughs) Um, So I want to plan a. It's going to sound weird, but I'm playing like an auntie day. And I asked my sister, my, my nephew's really involved with a lot of sports and everything. So I asked her, like, when is his next free weekend? Because football's about to be over, but after football, he usually jumps to another sport. Yeah. Um, because with Joseph being the only child on my side, uh, he really likes hanging out with my nephew and going to my sister's house. Like, yeah. I told him if I go pick him up, he's not going to leave because he wants to play with my nephew a lot. Um, so I do really appreciate the help my sister gives me yeah. and how much my nephew also, if my nephew ever comes over, I know I got a free babysitter. I ain't got. Yeah. I gonna do what I need to do because he's gonna keep Josiah entertained. Right. So I said for that, I want to have a weekend where my nephew comes over mm-hmm. and we just just do hope, just do a lot of stuff. Like just hang out the whole weekend. Yeah. Whatever the kids want to do, we gonna do. We go to the trampoline park. We can go out to eat. We can go to the arcade. Whatever they want to do, we're gonna do. Watch movies together. Yeah. And I just want it to be a free weekend of me and the boys. Yeah. So I don't nice. have an auntie weekend. Day. I do. That's I do. Important too. It is. It is. And I, and I want him to know because he's you know he was here before those signs. He's still my baby. Yeah. But right. He's still my baby too. Right. And I still want to make sure you have a good time and that you enjoy being with your auntie. 
and that you um, have a good time. And it's not like you feel like you always have to just babysit just right. somewhere together. Like we can right. have fun, do what you want to do. Yeah. And I do all that. So yeah, I want to plan that. It's a nice transition from one sport to another, you know. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yeah, get that break to just have fun, do what you want to do, like wherever. Because he been trying to get me to go to Defy for the longest. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'm going to take him to Defy. I was going to take him to Monster Trucks, but he didn't want to go. So I asked him, I was like, oh, you want to go to Monster Trucks? He was like, what is that? And I was like, hush on. He was like, no, I'm good. That's okay. <laughs> well, forget you too. So I said, I'm going to give him a weekend to heap. They pick what they want to do. Right. We go wherever they want to go. And yeah, be on my dime. So it has to be a payday week. But we're going to do it. Yeah, that's the whole point of auntie anyway. Fun vibes, auntie mm-hmm. and uncle. Exactly, fun vibes. exactly. I don't need the fun tea. I don't need the fun tea. Okay, that's it. I guess we could go ahead and get into the let it out, um, which is our time where we, <laughs> our time where we um, just say what's on our mind. We vent, we ask for advice, we tell a story, whatever we want to say, and if. Any of the reader, well, readers, if anyone, listeners or viewers want to submit something, they can email us at mommyfirstpodcast at gmail.com. We will definitely read it, um, give our take, or just if you just want to just have it read out, we could definitely do that as well. But for this was a little bit different yeah. because this is actually our season finale. We have made it to ten episodes. Hey. It is our so we decided after ten we're gonna take a little break. Ten. Um, we said, I said, y'all gotta realize we don't have a whole production company. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing all this. We we getting out the mud. So we wanna take a break because holidays are coming up. You know, Halloween starts the holiday season. Tech for me, it's up holiday season. So we definitely wanna make sure, of course, spending time with our kids, spend time with our families, getting that mommy time and that break. So we're not gonna come back until twenty twenty four. Four. Spring 2024. Yes. Yeah, so I want to. I want everybody to talk about like what their plans are for the end of 2023. Um, into 2024. What goals do you have? Any resolutions you guys have thought about so far? I think my plan for the end of 2023 and 2024. Um, of course, is to because I'll be done with school. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. I'll be done with school. Um, I'll be turning another year older, and I just want to be wiser. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of 2024, 2025, I want to be um, like mentally alert. Yeah. Um, and just I don't know just how you gonna do that yeah I think I think just um I think I I think I wanna do like um therapy okay like actually um not just for me, but for my child also. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I feel like the way that like all of like what I went through while I was pregnant with him kind of triggered down and trickled down to him. Um, and I feel that that does play a part in his development mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So 
just that kind of stuff just to I just want us to both be on like a healthier path mm-hmm. in 2024 okay. or uh, striving to be on okay. you know a healthier path in 2024 that's so. good that's good well <laughs> I mean mine's uh, is just a continuation of facing my fears I've been trying to invest uh, into things that I want to do and financially invest and so in 2024, I want to continue that. I definitely told myself that I'm going to start doing a lot more stuff solo. Mm-hmm. So, because <laughs> um, I know not all of my friends are into the same things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to stop me from exploring what I need to explore, even in the city. Or when it comes to like solo trips, I really want to get into that. And I definitely want to get into more traveling. Yes, so, um won't be really saving um chasing the solo and <laughs> <laughs> take a shower so to say solo. <laughs> and, and more of that self-care part so yeah okay, okay. i think i'm going to strive for clarity and purpose mm. and figuring out what i truly want to do in life and mm. where i want to be in to be able to wake up every day and not dread having to go about my day. Yeah. So I need to figure out whatever that is, um, put a lot of focus in it, get back into my creativity, mm-hmm. uh, see how far the podcast can go, yeah. really dive into like what it takes to really grow a podcast and to really get this out. Because I think things we talked about, especially the last couple episodes, are very necessary yeah. for all moms to hear mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable and open about. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want it to be just beyond... Um, where we where we're at now, which I think is amazing. Yeah. I think we get a lot of listens and views for somebody who for us who just started out. We don't even really be right. super promoting it like right. we can be. So we want to kind of dive into that, dive into like like so what I want to do. We got to like have a lot of. So I'm definitely gonna take this break to figure out who is Danielle, what I want to do, that's where good. I want to be. So yeah, that's what sure. that's my goal for the rest of the year, the rest of the quarter, and then into 2024. I guess my word of the year will be purpose. So before we close that, before we cheers mm-hmm. to show love to everybody who has supported us through this first season, kept us going, got yes. us through it, uh, helped us stay motivated. I think we all should share our favorite comment, our favorite thing someone has said to us personally um, from the, about the podcast. Okay. I'll go so, first. Yeah, go ahead. So mine's the very first compliment that I received, just casual conversation. It was just trying to network in a sense with a, a different type of mom initiative. And she was basically saying that the podcast is extremely important for moms. And y'all sound so fun and down to earth. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. Okay. So I said, do you have yours? No. Okay. Um, I can't really find it, but I know the basis, the part of the comments, somebody left a comment on our Apple Music. And the part that I really liked in it was them saying that they don't even have kids. But they, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they said, though I do not have children yet, this podcast definitely helps me mentally prepare for the journey of parenthood. It's real, raw, relatable, and entertaining. 
Um, she said, of course, a lot more, but that part really stuck out to me that we're not only just speaking to moms, we're speaking to people who don't even have kids, but they kind of want to get prepared. Because mm-hmm. like, like we said before, people don't really know what they get into when they have kids. The baby fever gets real. Mm-hmm. So the fact that somebody is turning to our podcast and listening intensively to really learn mm-hmm. so that they can be a better mom mm-hmm. and a better parent and they kind of know what they're getting into. I really mm-hmm. like that kind of, I really like that we're reaching a wide range of people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I did get a, a comment, um, actually from a guy, oh, okay. um, well, who, of people. who actually, um, really is really into the podcast. He's listened to every episode. So, um, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> every episode. And he just feels that, um, the podcast has really, um, progressed, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, he feels like the podcast has progressed and he feels like that we really have something good mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Um, and just encouraged us to keep it going. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that that was really great, especially yeah. coming from. You know, a male perspective. Yeah, someone who's not technically our target audience. Yeah. But still listens and enjoys and still finds that comfort. Okay. Speaking of that, real quick, every time me every time me and my boyfriend watch our videos, it's bringing out the con- the conversation mm-hmm. with him as a male. So mm-hmm. I think it is dope that we are reaching different people mm-hmm. at the same time, even though our focus is being a mom and being a human being. So... I do too. Can we get cheers? Cheers to that. Cheers to season one. Yes. Thank you to our producer director, Yay. all that. We can do it as well. Yay. Cheers to you. All right. And with that, it is a wrap for season one. We'll see y'all in 2024. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Mommy First podcast. Where you're a mommy first. And a baddie immediately after. Ciao.